podcast starts now. Good morning, good people. This is JC bringing you your dose of the midweek muscle. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, because guess what? Last week we had a real, <laughs> a real late evening. I mean, launching at 11 p.m. at night. That's unheard of. We like, listen, when I tell you I have been in the middle of grant season, meaning writing grants left and right and putting my eyes on a computer screen and thinking I'm done and getting back and reading it and like, nope, scrap it, go all over again. When I tell you the struggle is real, good people, the struggle be so real. So, Again, it's not, ugh. for those of you who write grants for a living, if you're coming across this, please know from the depths of my heart, you, the truth, you're the reason why agencies and organizations can like breathe uh, financially, or at least take a breath of fresh air because You had the mindset and the capacity to tell the story in a way in which the reader and the funder would understand. And that is a different skill set. And it's not easy and honestly can be a little boring at times. So I say all that to say this. I tip my hat to you, grant writers. Y'all the truth. Y'all are the real MVPs. But the crazy thing is people always see the leader of the pack of whatever that organization is. So I, I see you great writers. I see you out there. Uh, but, uh, good morning, good people. This is Jay-Z bring your gracious host. And, uh, you know, this week for the midweek muscle, I definitely want to tap in and tap out really quick this week, because again, I'm in, I'm in busy season. And as you know, we're even launching today a little bit later than usual, because I do believe in giving my like I, I told you guys, uh, during the 75 hard, one of the learnings that I learned is that I have to be willing to give my body time to rest. And if I'm not doing that, then I'm not, and it goes along with today's episode. I'm not doing something specific for myself that allows myself to go into different territory. And you'll find out what that is in just a moment. But if you're new here because you've had a conversation with me or you've been, someone dropped a little nugget of of a link into your inbox or in your messages and you found your way here and you're like, who is this lady or who is this voice coming through the speakers all early in the morning? And I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. You're in the right place. Why? not because of the message, not because of who I am, just because there's space for you. Uh, There's space for you to listen. There's space for you. I mean, honestly, if you want to offer me some feedback, go ahead, drop, drop, drop an email, jz at the midweekmuscle.com, or you can find me on the socials. There's there's community here because we built that thing up. Without people like you, there would be no midweek muscle at all. Like there would be like five listeners every seven days. (laughs) That's not even one per day. And either way it goes, even if there were only five, I know those tried and true five are my tribe 
And uh, y'all like have really helped me down over the years. So I really, really appreciate you. And those of you who have been tracking with me ever since, you know, is, is deeply profound. I, I have a loving space in my heart for your sacrifice of just listening. And I hope you've garnered wisdom along the way that you can share with others or even wisdom that has helped you navigate through some difficult things. This podcast was created to help add peaceful and positive perspective for getting through the tough stuff, the barriers, the obstacles that can have a tendency to hold you back or hold you up. Hence the midweek muscle. I mean, there's so many negative messages out there and why not offer a dose of boost? or a power lesson, or uh, a, a way to offer mindfulness and, and, and being present in spaces where you desire to be the most. Operating within your passions, starting that new thing, being an entrepreneur uh, or intrapreneur, you know, for an organization, um, doing more with your family, doing more for uh, your friends, uh, being mindful and respectful to yourself, uh, all those things, all of them can populate into the desires of your heart, uh, while you're, while you're moving in, in the direction where you desire to go. So anyways, I hope you enjoyed today's episode and, uh, let's tap in. So I refuse to let what happened last week happen today. However, like I said, I do believe in listening to my body and doing what's best for it so I can move with the bet, like with the sharpest intensity that I can in the hours that I say, these are my rising hours. So, uh, last week, just a quick explanation. It was like, uh, a cog in the wheel <laughs> and like every Every time I wanted to go back and do something for MWM, the midweek muscle, uh, it was like the, the, the daily tasks of everyday life just kept getting pushed ahead of what I wanted to do or what I intended to do. Um, and so wait, hold up cog in the wheel. Have you, have you ever stopped to think about some of the phraseology that we use? Like, why do we use that? Or what do we, like, cog in the wheel? That sounds so, oh, <laughs> I don't know if you've ever used it. Like, bust it. Ooh. Do you know what that is? Do you know what that means? Like, sometimes we use it and we pick up through context clues like, oh, yeah, that's what that means. But do we really know that that's what that means. So for example, like the phrase that I just used cog in the wheel, it alludes to, um, the role of a mechanical cog, like one of the teeth on the wheel of a gear. Like if your mindset is on the gear and you know, those like little wedges that go along the gear, like up, down, up, down, up, down. That's a cog or those are teeth. Uh, and, uh, by turning the teeth, uh, you engage other teeth and that's what emits, transmits 
or receives motion. So when you say cog in the wheel, it's like one, like a person who holds like a minor, but very necessary post within an organization. So if (laughs) cog in the wheel, so in my case, (laughs) it's the task of my daily life uh, that were important yet creepily took away enough time to throw me off of what I intended to do. Um, and just like that, boom, not only was my intention, uh, not executed, it was obsolete. So by the time I got to recording last week, the whole day had passed and it's like, dang, it was just three o'clock in the morning. Yes. I said three o'clock. Uh, because sometimes that's, those are the waking hours in order to produce by five. Uh, so yeah, yeah. And I mean, production starts long before then, just FYI. Uh, so yeah, a little, a little nugget for you. So good people, I don't know who needs to hear this, but as you probably heard with my series around intention just now with my, with my thoughts around what I intended to do, that was my intention. That was my intention. I don't know who needs to hear this, but good intentions spoil fast. Well, what do I mean? Like, what is that? What is that about, Jay-Z? What do do you mean by that? Well, I'm glad you're listening. I'll talk about it after some. For the Culture Trivia! That's right, for the Culture Trivia. Get your brains ready, okay? How many months begin with the letter A roadway that goes underground is considered a highway, a sideway, or a subway. What number is 9 more than 86 and 4 less than 99? How many colors are in a rainbow? And what is the largest internal organ in the body? That literally was the nick of time. Those are pretty tough this time around. I don't know that I would have gotten all of these right. Did you though? I believe in you. Like I would have stumbled. I would have had some thoughts in my mind about which ones were which, especially that last question, but not sure if I would have gotten all of them right. I would have passed on the math one instantly. Like, hold on, I just got to come back. Y'all have caught me lacking in that area before. Shout out Dr. Kirby, who's out there keeping me on my toes. I see you. Uh, But how'd you do? You did okay. All right, let's see here. How many months begin with the letter J? Is it three, four, five, or six? If your answer was three, January, June, and July, you'd be correct. Good job. A roadway that goes underground is considered a subway. Sub, under, way, pathway. Yep, you got it. Uh, What number is nine more than 86 and four less than 99? If you would have just taken that last statement, four less than 99 is 95, which just so happens to be nine more than 86. Ha! Sometimes we get tripped up on the first equation when the last equation has the solution to. Um, so 95, yes, I would have skipped that. It came back and probably still got it wrong under pressure. 
uh, Colors in the Rainbow, Roy G. Biff, seven. And then the largest internal organ in the body, if you answered the liver. I so got that wrong. I was like, ooh, I wonder if it's the lungs or the brain. The liver. Yep, that's the largest internal organ in the body. Someone said skin, but it's internal organ. Yes, skin is considered an organ, I do believe. So don't get me to lying. Uh, I did pretty well in anatomy, but it's been some years and clearly I'm not a doctor. So there's that. Not an MD at least. I'm not a doctor at all. I might study to become one though. Stay tuned. (laughs) All right, let's move right along. Um, So this week, Uh, Thinking about last week and that idea of wanting to be taking a new ground or like discovery, it's important to think about why do you want new ground and why is discovery, this whole discovery thing about searching for that new ground and what that means for me. Um, And when we loop this word intention in, exactly what does discovery and new ground and intention have to do with one another? Again, good intentions spoil fast. So if we think about it in line with discovery, you have to be in a space, good people, where in in order for you to discover or go to that new place, you have to be able to answer, why do you even want that? What's the motivation? If you don't know the why or the motivation, you lose the intention fast. It gets gobbled up like it was never even there. Um, And so if you think about last week when, you know, I played that really long Brene Brown clip um, and, and she expressed that walking into that idea of confronting the scarcity mindset, you know, that thought of there's not enough for you, that, that mindset, well, there's something to that. And, and a person has to be brave enough to walk in that dark territory to overcome whatever kernel of that scarcity mindset that's taking over. Like going to new ground is scary because sometimes that scarcity mindset pops up. Oop, you're not going to make it. Oop, imposter syndrome comes up. Oop, there's, there's, what if you don't? What if you don't? What if you don't? Those are the nasty doubts of self, self-talk, the nasty self-talk that creeps up when you're attempting to go to new space or when you're looking to discover new territory or being wanting to being taken to new ground. Now, some of us will go out there in the wilderness and explore and explore and explore and strike gold and say, look at me. Hey, I found it. But there's, that's a lonely space. And so they, you have to know that first pioneers, they're brave and they're daring, but they're lonely because everybody thinks they're crazy because they're going to new space. The same is true for paths well-traveled by others, but if they're not well-traveled by the people who you spend the time with the most, this, that scarcity mindset starts creeping in. 
because they're telling you that alongside of you telling you that. So now you're doubled down and it can still feel lonely. So again, if you don't know the motivation and you don't know the why you're doing it, that intention that you had going into it, like this exciting, this new, this scary, and boom, when things get hard, that that those intentions drop off real fast. And so again, uh, I want you to take a listen to what uh, Brene Brown has this real quick quote, not like last week, a real quick quote highlighting what happens if, if we do confront that dark space or that scarcity mindset, what happens? Take a listen. Then things got more serious. He said, what you said really made sense to me, especially the part about us being so afraid of the dark stuff. What's the quote you shared with the picture of the twinkle lights? I smiled. Oh, the twinkle light quote. It's one of my favorites. Only when we're brave enough to explore the darkness will we discover the infinite power of our light. Oh, my God. See, sometimes, good people, we just, sometimes we make movement without really thinking a few layers deeper. Uh, And a few layers deeper, well, what do you mean? Uh, A few layers deeper into, like, what is it that you really want? Now, I'm not saying that this is a time to go into some retroactive introspection, um, but it, it, it there's no time like today. You can go, you can be introspective and start asking those difficult questions with yourself and to yourself and start writing it down today, right? Like it could be a really, like, it, uh, let's take for an example, right? Like maybe... I'm a person standing in front of you and says, ah, you know what? I have a good credit score. I have enough money coming through my bank account. I want that really fancy car. And you're looking at me and you say, but Joe, I thought you said you wanted to save your money, right? I thought you wanted to save it. I thought you wanted to do something with it. Uh, And I say, no, 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 no. I think I really want that fancy car. But if I start to ask myself, why, right? Well, I think, what if I thought that a really fancy car would make others think, don't mess with me, or that girl, she's got it going on, whatever that's supposed to mean, right? When really, if I'm truly being honest, it's not a flashy car, that will genuinely do that for me, like attract people to me, like, oh man, that girl has it going on or, uh, or don't mess with her. She's, she, she looks like she's about it again, whatever that means. Right. But will a car really do that? You're probably answering in your mind. No. And I say, well, maybe initially it will. And Honestly, it might attract folks that I have no desire, no interest to be around, right? Uh, But if I go a few layers deep and ask that why question a couple more times, uh, it could could be that I really want to be seen and known as a doer and a contributor. Well, if if I really think about the solution of being a doer and a contributor, meaningful conversations 
with other people and and being around people who inspire and immersing myself in books or learning through podcasts or other platforms are the things that can help. And that's a whole lot cheaper and richer than a flashy car. But sometimes people move without that level of thought and now you have a flashy car, you have the attention that you want and there's still a level of unfulfillment after a while. Feels good initially, but then after a while, like now I'm stumbling on making that car note and the insurances that go with it. Yeah, not so great, right? Uh, but again, if if we take a moment to ask those questions, we can begin to move with intention. That's helpful to us because movement without intention can disappoint you badly. And and a few things that I think of, good people, as we're rounding this week out to a close, a few things that I think of is that when trying to think about and offer ways that people can activate in their best interest and move with the best possible intent is to ask themselves the question, why? Oftentimes that first why is directly related to an outside factor, like something outside of themselves, right? So for example, maybe you have friends that are looking to make some pretty big moves, right? Maybe a job, maybe, maybe do something daring, or, you know, you're just talking to them with everyday life. Um, and you say, you ask the question, well, what's going on? Well, why? And you may get an answer like, because I don't like my coworkers. I'm, I'm leaving my job because I don't like my coworkers or because I don't like what I'm doing or because I don't like what kind of money I'm making or because I'm just annoyed at everything right now. Uh, or because, because it seems like fun. I want to do that because it seems like fun. And you're like, okay, that's cool. But you see, in order to get moving with intention, you have to ask why, again, you have to ask this more than once. So let's take the same examples, right? I don't like my coworkers. I don't like what I'm doing. I don't like what kind of money I'm making because I'm annoyed or because it seems fun, you start asking why one more time and you may arrive to conclusions such as because I don't like being talked down to, because I thought I would have a job on the 13th or 30th floor by now, because it's not what I'm passionate about, because I want to make at least 30,000 more than what I'm making right now, because honestly, I just don't know. I'm just annoyed. Or, and, because I like trying new things that interest me, right? I think it's fun because I like trying new things that interest me. Great. If you feel bold enough to ask yet another why to yourself or to another person, it goes even deeper. So let's, let's explore there. Um, you know, why are you looking to move? You, You know, why are you looking to move your job? Because... I don't like my coworkers because uh, uh, I don't like being talked down to. Ask one more time. Hey, why? Because I think that behavior and that level of talk, talking to is toxic and hostile. Great. 
Great point. You can move with intention now. Um, You're validated. Either get going, having the conversations or get going, looking for a new place to work, right? Uh, If you take the other example, uh, because I don't like what I'm doing, uh, because I thought I'd be on the 13th or 30th floor by now, like that succession, uh, like that moving up of sorts. If you ask one more question, and, and what if they tell you? Uh, because I think status is powerful, you know? Maybe that's an answer they give you, or maybe that's an answer they answer themselves. Uh, let's move on, because my passion really is fill in the blank. I'm not passionate about this because I'm passionate about this. Because I really thought I'd be, I want to make $30,000 more because uh, I want to buy a house or I want to buy something significant for, or I want more financial stability, right? I'm annoyed. I just don't know why. Because I just didn't get enough sleep and I'm real irritable. Or last, because it seems fun. Okay, why does it seem fun? Because I like trying new things that interest me. Okay, well, why? Because trying new things helps me to meet new people and that's important for me. Great. All of these answers to these questions that may arise or uh, or can come up by asking the questions, why can help a person move with not only intention, but can... Uh, can move purposefully with that decision-making as opposed to, I don't know, I'm just leaving. Uh, I don't really care anymore because that way is considered avoidance or withdrawal, which really doesn't solve the problem that avoidance or withdrawal carries with you to the next space, right? So it allows you to confront that dark space that pulls you to think about it in the ways that you have. Now, uh, there's one more clip by Brene Brown And I want you to take a listen to what she says here about shame and vulnerability. He nodded. Yes, that's the one. I'm sure that's why I didn't want to come. It's crazy how much energy we spend trying to avoid these hard topics when they're really the only ones that can set us free. I was shamed a lot growing up, and I don't want to do that to my three kids. I want them to know they're enough. I don't want them to be afraid to talk about the hard shit with us. I want them to be shame resilient. At this point, we were both teary-eyed. I reached up and did that awkward, are you a hugger gesture? He looked at me and said, I'm pretty bad at vulnerability, but I'm really good at shame. Is getting past shame necessary for getting to vulnerability? I sighed. Yes, shame resilience is key to embracing our vulnerability. We can't let ourselves be seen if we're terrified by what other people might think. Often not being good at vulnerability means that we're damn good at shame. As I stumbled for better language to explain how shame stops us from being vulnerable and connected, I remembered my very favorite exchange from Harry Potter. I looked at him and said, Do you remember? My new friend enthusiastically answered, Yes, of course. The conversation was serious black. That's the moral of the entire story. Exactly, I said. Sirius told Harry to listen to him very carefully. Then he said, You are not a bad person. You're a very good person who bad things have happened to. Besides, the world is not split into good people and death eaters. We've all got both light and dark inside us. What matters is the part we choose to act on. 
that's who we really are. He sighed and said, I get it. Oh, my God. Now, good people, she says that getting past shame in the thought process is key to standing in the spaces of intention because it means you are walking and traveling the map that you are making to get to where you desire to be, regardless of what, where you're going or what it is that you're trying to get to socially, emotionally, spiritually, uh, uh, in, in your co-working spaces, etc., and beyond, uh, once you get to the fourth why, you really start to become uh, more introspective and, and even personal with someone else if you're asking someone else that those questions. And, and moving with intention can be powerful, but just like last week, it asks you to shine a light on shame. See, sometimes it's easier just to pawn off our reasons for doing things on other people when deep down inside, it really has nothing to do with the other people. That's just what you see first, but there's something deeper rooted in that. Um, and that's why, uh, you can't, uh, you cannot attempt to move with intention if you're afraid of allowing yourself to be seen, like she mentioned in her quote, right? Good people, if you can just take one step, even this week of moving with intention, you first have to ask yourself why and ask yourself again and ask again, especially when it comes to big decisions, right? Big purchases, bigger moves, right? Not just down the street, but a couple blocks, city, a couple cities away right? Or a couple of states away when you make those bigger moves and asking during those times, asking yourself that question, why during those times are critical, but I tell you what becomes even more critical than that. The times that you're moving where intention counts the most is what you do with the smaller moments, the smaller moments. My desire for 30 K could be because I aimlessly spend on dinners out every single night. And I don't take the time to like sit down and think about how I can cook for myself to save a few extra dollars. Or I'm socially at happy hour buying everyone drinks or not putting a limit on myself for how much I am allowing myself to spend so I could save the money that I really want to have as opposed to trying to find or navigate through earning more money and maybe having the trade-off of lesser time, right? Those smaller moments count. Are you making space for dialogue and continuity? Are you, are you making space to have that conversation uh, with the person who you thought had no contribution or, or, or influence or value over the things that you desire to do. You might find that that person sitting at the same table as you or across from you or right next to you in that conference holds the key that unlocks the doors to all the places you desire to go. Moving with intention. 
Are you assessing yourself and your own personal triggers that may cause you to become easily annoyed and why that even comes up? Are you making time and, and, and when I say time, ample time to allow your mind and body to rest. Oftentimes in the space of movement with intention, it gets associated with like the hustle culture and the hustle will grind you down to a nub. If you let it, your intentions were good but they spoil fast. So before you know it, you're out of time and out of energy, right? Are you giving yourself grace if you miss something or don't do something as you generally would? Yeah, I've been missing workouts left and right lately, but I've also done 75 hard. So I don't need to prove anything more to myself that I can do it. I'm just allowing my brain and body to rest as it's okay that it should because it recovers better and stronger when it's allowed to. See, the big moments make it easier to put put these examples into practice, Uh, especially when you're doing these practices in the moments where you thought they may not count. Good people, if, if, if there was that big idea that you're walking away with this week, it's just this idea of, can you ask, are you willing to ask yourself why more than once to get to the root of decisions that you were trying to make large and small to move with intention means that you can move with purpose around whatever the root of that thing is. So if it's with your job, you can start asking why to encounter like, no, maybe I was really wrong in that because I lashed out when I read a word or when I saw a word come through an email and I took it as a personal attack. Why? Because I was triggered because that was what was used on me when I was younger and I didn't like it. Right? Are you in a space where you can comfortably and confidently move with intention to have that conversation as opposed to writing off the whole dang job? Right? Because that's how we feel sometimes, but feeling tells us very little about a total situation. Very little facts. So, hey, good people, that's all I have for you this week. I know we ran a little bit over. I hope you were able to grab a few nuggets out of this week's episode. I hope that you're able to enjoy, even though we're launching a little bit later today. And I hope that if you found this helpful, please share it, share it, share it, share it. But if you found it not particularly helpful for you, please reach out. Let me know. Tell me why. What what did it do for you? What didn't it do for you? And uh, I'd love to have dialogue about it. So Jay-Z at the midweekmuscle.com. You can find me on all socials at the Midweek Muscle, Twitter at Midweek Muscle. Hey, y'all, I hope you have a great week trying to practice moving with intention as it relates to asking the deeper questions of, okay, well, why do I really want this? And with that, I will motion to send you guys out walking strongly. Have a great day. Have a powerful week. 
And I bid you well in moving with intention until next week, next time. Good people. I hope you, I hope you find yourselves in great space and great movement. And I can't wait to meet you back here next Wednesday. Have a great week. I love y'all. Let's, let's, let's do what we need to do. And as always, let's go.